Welcome friends. This is an introduction, but also a hello again for a lot of us. My name is Kenny Jang. I'm here with two of my compatriots in the digital revolution, as we say, uh, Jason Morris and Jennifer Miles. And we've got another cohort with us that's not here today. Uh, DJ Chuang is off ideating somewhere across the interwebs. But we as just advocates for church online and what that phrase means, we'll have to unpack it further, got together and said, hey, we should do something together. Let's have some fun together. Let's provide some value together. Let's explore and learn together. And so this is the first, this is ground zero. We decided, hey, let's get together online and see what happens. So um, I think the first thing, order of business would be, let's just go around and introduce ourselves. Jason Morris, where, first of all, where in the world are you? As we learned last time I was with you together, people from Jersey that grew up here in the States don't know our geography. So I just know you're, you're to the left of me somewhere. Uh, where, where are you today? and uh, give us a little rundown of your, your background and experience. Uh, well, for someone who's uh, on a coast, we're lovingly called one of the flyover states. We are in Kansas City, actually a suburb of Kansas City, but we have uh, multiple campuses. Westside Family Church in our broadcast campus is in Lenexa, and I am global innovation pastor there at Westside Family. And it's got a lot of that suburban sprawl to it. So there are these pockets of communities that uh, we serve here in the greater Kansas City metro. And um, it took me a while. I was so confused. No one told me. <laughs> across two states. I would constantly, I thought it was two separate states. This, this is episode 001 here, uh, displaying the ignorance of uh, American geography in uh, primary school education. Um, <laughs> Anyway, welcome, glad to have you, glad to see you again. The other compatriot we have today, Jennifer Miles. We were all three together in Dallas last week. Jennifer, where are you today though? I am in Bellingham, Washington, which is about 10 minutes from the farthest point in the United States you can get in the Northwest outside of Alaska. <laughs> so three coasts now covered in this one podcast. Nice. And nice. so tell us what you're doing these days and a little bit of your background. Yeah, so these days I'm working at Faith Life. I'm a product manager for their church products team. So we help um, basically help churches understand how they can use digital technology to disciple people, to reach people, and to engage with people outside of the Sunday service and throughout the week. A um, little bit of my background, I've worked with a lot about 70 different church onlines. Um, started in um, operations for church online about 10 years ago and then moved into consulting with churches, helping them understand what digital ministry looks like and how to leverage advertising and social for their church. Fantastic. Yeah, I know you have uh, not just worked with churches across the country, you've actually traveled across the country visiting a lot of these ministries and um, seeing the, the different um, approaches that the vibrant diversity that we have in this church online space. Um, for everyone's sake, um, my name is Kenny Jang. I'm in Jersey in a what we call a, a Manhattan-facing bedroom community um, in New Jersey, uh, which means just a lot of people here uh, commute and work in New York City. So we're influenced by the Big Apple or the city, as we call it. And I've been involved with Church Online for a number of years. 
uh, most recently um, pastoring the church online uh, community and campus at Liquid Church, which is a non-denominational multi-site campus uh, church here in Jersey. Um, And that's actually the place where um, I got connected with this vibrant community. It is vibrant. I think it's generous. It's organic. Um, It's this little subculture that was, uh, it almost feels like back in the good old days, it was just a handful of us. Um, And now it has flourished into, you know, hundreds and hundreds of churches looking at what church online means to them. And um, that's why we started this podcast project. We said, hey, let's, let's get the conversations going because there's not enough conversations happening both I from my perspective within our community of practitioners and advocates and champions and, and, and community members of church online but also in the I guess what in the actual building the church building the other side the other department the traditional offline church staffers um, engaging them and, and uh, inviting them to explore and dream about what you can do with church online um, and I, you know, one of the so things I have a question, always... Kenny, about about that statement because yeah. I think it's really true. Our online community has this interesting interplay of openness. I think a lot of that comes from the way we do ministry because information likes to be free, and because we're online ministry, it tends to take that flavor of the subculture that exists. But we don't spend enough time, uh, I think, getting helping each other get better. But I, I wanted to ask a question, though, about the, the, in my opinion, the false dichotomy between the on-site church and the online church. So when you were talking about the lack of communication that exists between one and the other, were you talking about within a church itself, or were you talking about the bigger C church that we're not talking as much? Well, it's obviously both, but I was talking even within staff that, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. People who are involved with the church online ministry portion, whichever business model that you are taking, oftentimes feel like they are a, you know, second class citizen or a sub department or just almost like feels like what I hear about youth ministry in church, right? right? And just like youth ministry, I feel like the the potential opportunity to flip the dynamics of it are, are huge. Yeah. And so I guess it really depends also on how digitally native your senior leadership is um, in terms of your own ministry team. But let's backtrack a little bit because I think one of the things here is um, there's so many different expressions of church online, but outsiders, Mm -hmm. outsiders um, who actually have never been to a church online service or haven't experienced it, uh, think it's kind of binary, that they're all the same and it's either church online or not church online. And uh, I think that's one of the first educational pieces that I love exploring with people is because you can see the epiphany start to happen once you start going down right. that path. So how do you, how would you each define or describe church online um, in the fullest expression, I guess, on your side? What does that look like? What does it feel like? How do you describe it? Is it like at Liquid Church, it was treated like its own campus? It was actually called, there was a New Brunswick campus, there's a Mountainside campus, there's a Church Online campus. And then there was a, there was a campus pastor, a Church Online pastor for that campus. Uh, so that's one expression. How does, how, what do you think about Church Online and how do you define it when someone's asking you about it personally? Go ahead, Jen. I've got some opinions, but I want to hear yours first. Oh, well, I think mine's probably going to be the extreme opinion. So I actually look at Church Online as not Church Online. 
it's more as digital ministry. And the reason why I look at it that way is I consider digital ministry anything that uses an online medium to disciple, engage with other believers, and share the gospel. And so it does not have to be church online like we consider today, where it's, oh, here's our three worship songs and here's our 30-minute sermon, which is what many churches use as their expression of church online. But it can be video discipleship. It can be groups and chat room conversation. It can be material that you leverage and give your congregation to empower them to share the gospel. So it's using a digital medium to share the gospel, not necessarily what we think of as church online. And that can take many expressions depending on the culture of the church or the ministry doing it. So how's that for, I'm probably the extreme. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great, that's a great uh, way of encapsulating it. Um, for me, we started off uh, as me being the campus pastor of Westside Online. Um, and that worked really well initially as a lot of our uh, on-site people weren't as digitally native as most of society is today. But I really feel that in today's world where people, because um, I remember these conversations that I used to have back you know, in 2010, it was like, they would tell me things like, well, Jason, not everybody has a smartphone. You know, not everybody texts, right? Well, those aren't the conversations now, right? So we've, we've reached a tipping point and even a saturation point in some uh, sectors of technology. And I think that uh, even some of, you can see like the leveling off of smartphone sales and um, all these other forms of digital technology are showing a saturation point. And that tells us something about culture. So no longer the conversations are, well, not everybody has that. So we're going to focus in on a subsector or a niche part of the uh, the culture that we're trying to reach. Now it's ubiquitous across the board. Everybody has this technology and it influences them in some way. So when I started off as a campus pastor, it felt a lot like the one-eared Mickey Mouse where I was doing things in kind of a Skunk's Works project of the church and um, innovating and pioneering in new ways that they weren't even sure was even going to work or not, right. but it was a worthwhile experiment. Um, today, it is completely flipped where we have churches that will start an online expression first before they do an on-site expression. And that almost mirrors a lot of what happens in culture today, even like with dating apps or figuring out what kind of restaurant you want to go to, um, you will look them up, experience as much as you can online first before you come on site. And I'm seeing some now, some very interesting expressions of church that actually match a little bit better the part of culture and their expression of church online than the way that I started. If I were to do it today, I would probably do it way differently. But to answer your question, Kenny, I think it's worthwhile to talk about when you're dealing with things about what is church online. And I think that Jennifer kind of touched on this, is to back up a little bit and define what church is a little bit and then what online is a little bit as well because for a lot of people when you say the word church online they're immediately thinking of a church service um, and lots of times when you talk to them that's how they think about church they think of church as a church service 
Um, I don't see it that way. I see church as much greater than what happens for an hour on Sunday. And any church planter that's planting on site would say the same thing. Um, and so if we're planting online churches, I think that the conversation is way broader than what kind of tech and cameras and platform you use yes. to broadcast a church service. It's much broader than that. Um, so I think it's helpful to define church in that way as uh, the way that Jesus did when he said that he would build his church, the called out ones, the gathering. And you can do that in lots of ways. It's much broader than the narrow ways that we in, uh, I don't know, I guess the postmodern um, Western world have defined church in this uh, certain expression. And then we try to make online match that. Um, when really, I think the, the half-life of even the on-site expression of what we have created as um, showing its age in, its, in, it, in, the, in the wake of what digital culture expects today. So I think we, the expressions of church should be different on-site as well as online because church is much bigger than a service. So that's church. Now let's talk about online. It used to be, like I said, online used to be something that was relegated to a specific time of day when you could log on to the internet. Yep. No one else was using the phone. Yep. And so today online is so much broader and encompasses so much more of our life than a given moment in time when one would be connected or on the net. So today we have, uh, we're all online all the time. So if you're talking about something that's much broader, where we're talking about actually making disciples like Jesus told us to do, basically we're using online tools to make disciples. That's how I would uh, define church online. And since everybody, and I mean everybody, especially in the uh, uh, emerging world where it's not America-centric anymore, the online space, and anybody who's been online for any length of time and is getting barraged by people who live on the other side of the planet that are now becoming digitally native, just like we were 10 years ago, um, is beginning to understand the broadness of the scope of what online can actually mean in that it is really a global phenomenon that we need to pay attention to. And we in the Western world are becoming more and more of a minority in the expression of church online with that big um, definition. So I don't know if that was helpful or not, but um, for me, that's how I would define it in a much looser and much broader way than probably most people are thinking. Jennifer, what are your thoughts? I feel like I, I can just see all the things boiling, popping in your, <laughs> in your brain there. Well, I think the big thing that I keep hearing from now all three of us is one, it's an expression of who we are as a community. And it's connecting that expression with people who are available online, right? And is that is that a connect? So the, one of the things you have to ask is your church is, is that, is your calling to reach everybody in the world? Is your calling to reach a specific community in the world? And start there as far as who, who am I called to reach online? 
And then the second part of that is as my church, what is my goal? Is my goal discipleship? Is my goal uh, missional work? Is my goal sound biblical literacy? And then from that point, you marry that you pair those two together, right? What's the location I'm trying to reach? What's the audience I'm trying to reach? And what's the goal I'm trying to achieve at the end? And that defines, I think, why we're starting to see all these expressions. Because when you start pairing all those things together, you get multiple ways to accomplish that because online is so diverse. Okay, so right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna inject, I'm gonna try to, I'm, I'm known by some of you guys as my friends, as I'm the instigator. So I'm gonna put you <laughs> on the spot, Jason and Jennifer. Okay. Um, so it's Bring great it. to think about this academic, theologically, pie in the sky, and this is where we want aspirationally. Who's doing what you're talking about now, today? Who, what model um, is out there that is closest to what you're talking about? Um, the people that are listening into our conversation today, um, how can we give them homework and say, I want you to visit this church online expression, this ministry's church online expression in this next week and just give them a taste of what you're talking about. Now, there's, there's obviously many different expressions and hundreds of churches are doing different things, but who's doing the stuff that you're talking about that is going way beyond just streaming your services online, just taking copy pasting of what you're doing from a digital video and audio format and putting it online and maybe going even further than that. Who's at the forefront in your minds? I'm going to put you guys on the spot right now. Well, I think one of the ones for me right now is Trey Van, Camp, Trey Van Camp and the Passion Creek Church, right? He has his church in Phoenix, but he's also doing daily vlogging where he's really talking about his life. He's talking about discipleship and walking together with people. Nice. Okay. Um, some of them that pop into my mind uh, would be uh, that Christian vlogger. Yep. Does a lot of YouTube discipleship. Um, and when you dial it back to what Jesus actually told us to do was make disciples, um, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Jesus, interestingly enough, said that he would, he would build his church, but he never told his disciples to create church services. So when um, we're talking about just discipleship, it opens the doors to a lot of things like I see uh, in that Christian vlogger who's just wow. opening up scripture, putting a timer on it and saying, okay, for five minutes, we're going to go through Romans, you know, verse by verse, and we're going to riff on this. And uh, dude, I watch it. I think it's great. And I learn stuff, you know, and I've been to Bible school. I've got a master's degree in biblical exposition, and I love the stuff that he's doing. So um, that would be an expression. Another thing that uh, I think that kind of pushes the envelope is some of the things that DJ Soto is doing with VR Church. Um, where he is uh, even breaking out of the mold of, because I know that the first couple of ex expressions that he did in VR were like he set up an auditorium with pews and he had a stage and he had a PowerPoint presentation, which is fine. But, uh, and I think that might help certain people to be more familiar with, uh, who are more familiar with church to, to kind of feel comfortable. But what I, what I really love, what I've seen him do lately, is to create these experiences where you can go through a particular verse and experience it in VR. Um, and, you know, like climbing mountains or going through the waters and then reading a passage of scripture that relates to that particular experience. Wow. Those things for me kind of harken back to the way that Jesus taught, because 
you know, Jesus, while he was on earth, never created a church service. He taught as he went. So those are some good things, as well as like a uh, Roblox church and um, also the gamer church. Yeah, the gamer church. Those are both really good expressions. Some of the things that I can even remember way back in the day where this was way back in the early 2000s, where one of my buddies who was living in Paraguay while we were in while we were missionaries there that was really into World of Warcraft. And he would do small groups right before they would go out on raids together. And he was like a level 40 cleric or whatever. And he would just go one by one and just ask them, how can we pray for you? And he would just pray with all of his buddies and all of, all of his friends at the time were all in different parts of the world, Scandinavia, all over the place. And he created a sacred space within World of Warcraft. And those are the types of things that I think that we can do expressions of church in innovative ways, even stuff like through Instagram or, you know, that, there's your tweet of the day, right? You can create a sacred space within world of Warcraft today. Yes, you can. I've seen it happen. It's crazy, man. I mean, he led somebody to Jesus right there before they went out on a raid. It was crazy. So, I th so this is the big thing. And I think uh, hopefully our audience, um, is going to feel like they're not an audience that, that they're conversation partners with us because we want this to be collaborative and participatory. Um, one of the things that I think is assumptive here that many people listening might have some, um, start to have some ulcers on is that you're saying that church is not centered around the worship liturgy, the Sunday gathering. Um, it's not about the ABC church, you know, it's all attractional. It's about the building and <laughs> give me your cashola, right? And you're talking about the, the purpose of church and the function of church right. and almost like how, the how you measure church is not about, Hey, we, we pulled off 52, um, excellent worship services. That is not the first place you're going when you're thinking church online. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And for me, uh, I think it actually probably fits a little bit more in the primal expression of church that you find in Acts 2, where it said that they gathered together in homes, devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, breaking of bread, and prayer. Um, you, don't, you don't ever see Jesus saying, hey, you know, why don't you come uh, to me at the temple? We're going to meet together at 930 you know, on Sunday. Nobody ever said that. Um, you don't even find that in Acts 2, where they, they did meet in the temple, but they also met at homes every single day. And so what the interesting thing that I see is that m many churches on site have that dual expression of church yes. in varying ways. They do the Sunday thing, and then they do small groups, sure. or they do house church, and then they get together in their big missional community or whatever that happens to be. I do see that, um, that biblical impulse for us to express church in both of those large and small gatherings. And what I'm saying is the digital can be all of those things. It can be a large gathering. It can be a small gathering. It can be a WhatsApp group where we encourage each other or a texting group. It can be something as... Uh, right, but you're, but you're saying the priority, priority is not 
the first if we're going to architect the church online the first thing is not like you know to, you build okay. a campfire in a campground that's not the first thing is not to build the sunday worship experience first when you're building out a church <laughs> online ministry okay so all right i'm gonna get in trouble on this one so I, I got, because we got to bring this to a close, but I do want to invite people into conversation. I know no, this is a great so let's, conversation. Let's give a little bit of a cliffhanger and say, where, where just your initial impulse? Let's give let's give a response to that. Um, we'll close out the show and then we'll revisit it on the next episode and see what other people have to say. You want me to say it, Jason, so you don't get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> no. well, stab, I won't Jennifer. get in trouble. I won't get in trouble because we've already had these conversations. They're healthy conversations to have. Right. Before church but go ahead for me it's the first step is how are you going to build a relationship with the people that you are connecting with online you can sing songs you can listen to a sermon but if there's not a relationship there that allows people to connect and grow and feel like they're part of the community you're missing the fundamental piece of church the question you really have to answer is can you do community and can you create relationship online which i think is what the biggest pushback you get is from people who aren't familiar with online community and who haven't tried that expression yet i think i have closer relationships with people online in many ways than i do face to face because i've had some of these hard conversations with people and i'm able to be very open i'm able to be very real and i'm able to ask tough questions and get tough answers back because of that medium and the question is it do you really think fundamentally that you can have community and relationship online if you don't church online will never work for you if you do that's the starting point no matter what your expression is so powerful that's a powerful question it, it comes down to that one thing do you believe that you can have relationships and community online, virtually mediated, or not? And uh, I think that that's a great that's a great question. We'll we'll end this episode with that. I I, as I can tell this is going to be a fun project for us to walk <laughs> through so many different things. Um, you almost want like a twenty four seven live stream where we're just talking all day long. Um, it's fun for us. We hope it's fun for you listening in today. Um, let's just, let's camp out on those two things. You know, what's the first thing in priority if you're building out a digital expression for church online, where do you start first? Is it the large group gathering Sunday worship services or something else? And then it, it, it's that fundamental question. Do you believe, uh, and this is something that I think even church online pastors, we have to push. Do you really believe that you can have full relationship development and community online is that something you can develop and actually use technology at a distance to to establish those relationships um, and and those communities so we'll leave it with there um in the meantime we're, we're definitely going to convene again because this this has been a fun session guys uh, we got to get dj chuang into the room as well in the meantime if, uh, if people have been listening in today if they wanted to get in touch with you or follow some of your stuff what is some of your digital footprints can you guys share um how people can follow connect with you um where do they send the singing telegram the carrier pigeon <laughs> the telegram um where do you hang out what you know what social networks are you hanging out the most how do people connect with you well so i try to stay away from social <laughs> <laughs> i i do it for business right so for me that's that's what it feels like. I've, and I know this sounds really weird, but if I've got a real purpose for it, I will use it because it's a tool. 
it's not entertainment for me. Right. So, um, cause as a, as an entertainment medium, social, I'm kind of over it. So if you want, you can uh, find me on Facebook, I think slash JC Morris, um, it, or on Twitter, Jason and Maria. Um, you can also check us out, uh, church online at online.westsidefamily.church. Okay. Um, Sounds those are great. Some great starters. Great. Jennifer, how can people connect with you or follow you? Well, so first, I'm really glad you said that because I'm kind of the same way, Jason, where I use social for a tool now and not just a entertainment feed. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at the same handle. It's Jen A. Miles with one N, J-E-N-A-M-I-L-E-S. Awesome. And for me, it's Kenny Jang hanging out actually um, not just on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but um, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my new playground. Uh, that thing is exploding uh, more than, I think half the community on LinkedIn is, is logging in on a daily basis. They just added live video. They added tagging for photos. Seeing that thing evolve has been fascinating. So um, if you're you on- live streamed uh, yet? Say that again? Have you live streamed yet? No, I have not. I've applied to get yeah. live stream access and I've not been approved yet. Um, if someone wants to um, put in some good word for me, I'd love to. But yeah, I'm, I'm daily vlogging on LinkedIn right now. So if you follow the hashtag dailykjtv, you'll see my friendly face on, on a daily basis on LinkedIn. But it has been a great laboratory um, and seeing what works and what doesn't work for um, connections and, and community there. So. Um, check me out on LinkedIn or you can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Kenny Jang. Um, we have to come up with a name for this podcast, guys, if we're going to put this out. So I think that's our homework for this week. And then the next time we convene, I think we'll, um, we will invite other community members. Our intent is for us to have conversations with people like you. People who are invested in the future and, and the current expression of Church Online and thoughtfully consider how we can share our, you know, thoughts on how this thing is going to evolve. Because um, this church online, I think one of the great things I, I had as a community with you guys, and this is how I got to know you guys, is if you knew back in the day, back in I don't know, two thousand, um, back in the day, <laughs> um, if you talked to any church online pastor and they said they figured it out, the model, uh, you knew you could <laughs> run away. Uh, I think we all, all agreed pub very publicly that it's almost like we don't know what we're doing. We're, we're, we're inventing it as we go along, as technology allows us and catches up to our dreams. Uh, and that's right. why we have been, I think, so, um, you know, uh, inviting uh, for feedback and for interactions with each other. And so it's the same thing here. If you, if you guys know of any other people that we should bring into the conversation, we'd love to interview you or some other peers that are in this space. And again, the whole purpose is just let's let's have fun together, trying to figure out how do we bring Jesus to more people. And as I always like to say, the Holy Spirit works in pixels. Um, <laughs> Jason and Jennifer, um, have a good week. We'll check out here next week on this to be named Church Online Podcast. <laughs>